I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story. And I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. What's making news around the world? Okay, Sammy, I'm going to throw this over to you, bad boy. Watto, um, a, lot of, a lot of news outside of your typical sporting circles that I feel needs to be brought to light for the public today, and that's what I've gone and done. I've gone and scoured the internet, the dark places that I won't tell you about because it might get me in trouble. The first one. <laughs> As a woman who, and I'm just reading this sort of uh, headline out to you first before I tuck in, it says, woman who married ghost wants exorcism. As a spirit <laughs> husband has made her life a living hell. Ah, oh, brilliant. <laughs> it's a, a singer, actually, by the name of Rocca Brocardi. Uh, says she wants out of her marriage to phantom hubby Eduardo after just five months, uh, but he's stalking her. She is considering bringing in an exorcist to rid him from her life for good. Uh, she's 38 uh, years old. She no longer wants to be married to her ghost lover, who she claims is a spirit of a Victorian soldier, but he is not willing to let her go. Speaking of a desperation to be set free, she said, I am at the end of my tether. I don't want to admit defeat, but it feels like being married to a ghost doesn't work. And what's the lesson for uh, Eduardo? <laughs> She's always right. What? Uh, she is always <laughs> right. Eh? Oh dear, we've just been having this uh, little sort of bit of humour between us, you know, bit of bloke talk, a bit like sort of married with children, all sort of second taking jest, but we both agree when you're married. Oh. They're always right. You just say yes, don't you? Yes, oh. honey. Sorry, honey. It's and how often, Sam, how often, Sam, even though you sit there and go, look, I'm sure she's in the wrong, you find yourself the one apologising at the end You've of the got argument. The, you're the one racked with guilt and you're the one who has to say sorry just to make sure that you can go both yeah, go to bed at absolutely. night. And the thing is, if we got 10 blokes to sit, 10 married blokes to sit down and ride out you know, a couple of a couple of answers to a couple of key questions. I guarantee you all ten of them write the exact same thing. What? Oh no, but that's why humour works. You know, we listen to a little bit of Bill Burr. He can be a bit out there at times, but it's funny. The same thing that we might talk about. They're talking about an American. He'll put it into a joke, and every single guy in an auditorium of five thousand is in tears of laughter. Yeah. So you're not the only one. It's not the exception to the rule. And I'm pretty sure that if a woman comedian stood up there and told husband jokes. Every woman in the room would probably laugh at those. Yeah, of course. Yeah, like we can I'm only focus sure on one thing at a time. I'm not sure what they could come up with, nah, but anyway. There's, there's a lot of good ones out there. Now, have you ever played Monopoly with your other half? No, I haven't. Now, that's a dangerous exercise, as uh, <laughs> someone has found out. In, in Brussels, of all places, actually, yeah. um, a, a samurai sword fight broke out in Brussels when a game of Monopoly went horribly wrong. Uh the trouble reportedly started in the forest area of the Belgian capital at about 5am on Sunday when residents became annoyed by four people playing the board game on a pavement outside their home. Not to do with the game itself, With, with of the rents too high, perhaps? Perhaps. Yeah, maybe they were charging too much for the hotels. Maybe he didn't get out of jail. Maybe he escaped from jail. Maybe they didn't let him mortgage his house, which is a big mm. um, contentious issue whether or not you get the money back. Anyway, a uh, man came out of his house apparently brandishing a stick, got into an argument with the Nopoli players. Uh, the Japanese samurai swords came out next and uh, chaos ensued. So, uh, Brilliant. Wouldn't that be great? Well, here he goes. He's about to go through Oxford Street. One of the great moments, one of the great rolls of the dice. Can he afford to pay the rent? Not happy the landlord. Alexander's sitting there. Just gone through ghosts. Just picked up 500. Bought himself a samurai. Settle back. Enjoy all of this one, folks. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. 
That wasn't bad, actually. Yeah, but you could bad, just about commentate anything. And here comes the samurai well, sword out that of nowhere. Voice, don't you? Let's go down. Have a look yeah. at the technique, the rolling How's of the dice. Pushed? Have we ever seen that? That is That's simply a good opportunity. Wonderful. Good opportunity for a rugby league call there coming around. Go and Palmerston North Street is just coming up on the corner. Here comes the samurai sword out well, of nowhere, and he's taking his head off. Well, you could also do the horse racing, isn't it? Uh, Knoxford Street racing now. They've got the little blue boat on the inside. Goes through jail, running now for home. Free parking on the outside. Can he make it to jail? And goes on two hundred dollars. Yeah. He does he does and hey, he doesn't. Anyway, those are the funny stories from another world. I've got a fact. I always like to finish with a fact. fact yeah, world War do. Two. Yeah. I'm going to take you back to World War Two, if I may. Yeah. Just in your head. Um, US bomber pilots, they used to make ice cream when they were flying. Did you know that? What? US bomber pilots yeah. used to make ice cream when they were flying. Did you know that? No. So what they did is they attached buckets of cream mix to the planes before they took off. Then the altitude froze the cream and the rattle of the engine churned it. And so when they arrived back from a long flight, they had a uh, bucket of ice cream. Wouldn't it have a diesel taste to it? Well, they weren't pouring petrol into it. What imagine <laughs> having an ice cream and then choking and not realising that actually you just swallowed a bullet. They did a lot of weird things in World War II, let's be honest. <laughs> That's quite innovative. Is that true, is it? Yeah, true story. You sure? Yep. They did a lot of, they did a lot of funky things during World War II. Really? Mm. Mm. Fascinating. It is a fascinating time. Um, we're going to talk some golf after one, aren't we? Yeah, we are. Two o'clock, I mean. After two. After two. We are going to look back on the Masters, look on the performance of John Ram, uh, have a look at this division between Liv and those that play on the PGA. Is there really a division or, again, is this media-driven? Have that discussion after two o'clock. Take another break and then we'll come back and we'll just continue talking excellence.